And now a preview of what you'll hear on this week's episode of Walk in the Light podcast. Did you think at that moment that God was answering a prayer? I I, I was afraid the squirrel was going to jump on me. <laughs> and I knew if I did, I was going to be screaming like a 10-year-old girl. Right. I, I knew it, but I was challenging the squirrel because I, I thought, you know, I talk back to God. You yeah, know, I yeah. mean, I, I'm not, you know... <laughs> So you're screaming back at the squirrel. Yeah. I'm like, what is it? What? What's the answer? What do you want from me? (laughs) All right. Welcome, everybody, once again to the Walk in the Light podcast. I am your host, No Meat, and I'm here with my compadre, companion, and best friend, Uncle Vito. Uncle Vito and Nomi. Coming at you one more time for uh, a new episode of the Walk in the Light podcast. We're really excited about uh, just all of the wonderful response that we're getting from all of you. It's been... Thank you so much. Mind-blowing, really. It really I mean, has, yeah. I didn't expect that when we you know, started out on this path that we were going to have so many people that were like really impacted. I mean, it's been amazing to hear um, not just the response, but the the way that what we've been sharing has kind of been interpreted, right? Yeah, uh, because yeah, I agree. you know, it's like we might have had a certain thought about how we wanted to, you know, one of the episodes to go, and yet somebody else will hear it and and it'll relate to something completely, you know, different. Yeah. kind of where we were going. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's been great, and uh, we really, really appreciate the feedback. We appreciate your support, uh, and we thank all of you for listening. So uh, let's just dive right in. Um, before we get started with uh, this week's episode, which is Cracking the Code, God's Answer to Prayer, um, which I'm excited to talk about, and I know uh, off-air we've talked about so much content that we've got to share, but before we jump in, I thought it would be good for us to jump into the mailbag first thing. The mailbag. Uh, so, Uncle Vito, you're going to love this. We actually got right. a, a, a an email from one of our listeners, and uh, this email is from Martha. And by the way, for those of you wanting to get involved in the show, here's the best way to do it. Send us an email to walkinthelightpodcast at gmail.com and uh, we get your emails there. We'll, we'll read it on air. We'll answer the questions. But this one is from Martha. And uh, Uncle Vito, I think this one is specifically for you. Okay. I think it's suited for you, so I'm going to let you answer this one, okay? I'll do my best. Martha writes, My husband refuses to take out the trash on Sunday because he says that that's the Lord's day of rest. (laughs) Am I sinning by praying for God's wrath to come upon him for being lazy and worshiping football? Wow. Wow. This is, I'm being set up right now. Uh, (laughs) I'm just reading the email, brother. I I mean, the only reason why I think I'm being set up, I think this might be my wife. I think. I think Martha might be Brenda. Is your wife's name Martha? No, no, no. it's not, but I I think she might be using alias. So you've alias. used yeah. the day of rest thing before is what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I mean, she reminds me that's the one job I have and all that, and I will use everything I can to the last minute before I take the trash out. So, right. I mean, listen, I understand because the NFL has done such a good job of, like, owning you now. It's Monday. It's Thursday. It's like when Tuesday comes, I'm like, sucks what? you in. What I do on Tuesday right, I, right. You know, I'll take the trash out on Tuesday but right. there's no trash days on Sunday but yeah it's it, it's pretty different. you shouldn't you shouldn't pray any wrath on your husband no wrath if if you can avoid that because uh, he lives with you unless, yeah that unless, would... unless you have a lot of insurance on him then that's, <laughs> that's, that's a whole different that's a whole different podcast uh, well Martha we hope that uh, Uncle Vito has given you some words of wisdom there do not pray wrath upon your husband yeah. um, although uh, you you might want to to um, 
speak with uh, one of the elders of your church right. and have, them have a little conversation with him about the true meaning of the of the day of, the rest. Day of rest. I think yes. he's using that as an excuse. But yeah. uh, you know, look, it's 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 great that uh, you sent us an email. We appreciate it. We do. It's a funny one. We don't think that you're probably really wanting to pray wrath on your husband, but maybe you are. Right. I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah. She could well, be being yeah, serious. We're trying to keep it light, so yeah. that's good. You know, yeah. when, when our listeners are keeping it light too, that's you know, we have a couple scriptures in here about joy. I think. Yeah. I mean, this. Yeah. You know, you got to have some joy. In your well, I think we got to be real too. I mean, I think wanting yeah. to pray wrath on on your husband or spouse, you know, is, is a real is thing. A real thing. It's sure. a real thing. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, it's a great segue into our uh, this week's uh, episode, which is cracking the code. God's answer to prayer. You know, she's she's wanting to pray here uh, to get yeah. a little bit of correction. Yeah, she's um, praying all right. But uh, let's let's talk about what what cracking the code means. What what are we talking about here? What is the topic this week? So, you know, we we've been talking a lot about the things that we need to do in our daily walk with God, right? And one of those things, obviously, is prayer. It's our time to really talk to God, to to ask Him questions, and ultimately to ask for things that we want to either be revealed in our life or possibly to be manifested in our life, right? Right, right. We've got some hardship or, or we, we're, we're praying for good things to happen. You know, maybe you're you're trying to get a job, you know, or you're trying to get a promotion. So, you know, a lot of times we go to God in prayer for those things. And so when we were talking, you know, I thought, you know, hey, man, what a great topic. Let's talk about how to decipher what it is that God is answering you with, right? Because so many times we think, you know, that God is going to answer us in some big miraculous way. And and oftentimes I think we miss the answers that God is giving us in everyday situations because we're too busy looking for that obvious sign. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's many times where God answers us in very subtle ways. And so that's what we're talking about today in Cracking the Code. God's answer to prayer is, you know, we, let's try to talk about how we can better understand, how we can decipher the code in understanding that, you know what, God maybe did answer us there, right? Um, and I, I, the first thing I wrote down is, is that before we talk about God's answer to prayer, we got to understand that there's a need to ask in prayer, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I actually pulled a scripture here, it, you know, and it's funny. I, I, are you big into numerology, Uncle Vito? I mean, do you do numbers? No. 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 So you don't play lotto with like certain numbers no. and use birthdays? or No. 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 Not at all. No. Well, you're familiar that that there's some numerology in the Bible. People talk about yeah, certain yeah, yeah. numbers. Yeah, 666, 777. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. So I've, yeah. I've always found it interesting that this chapter and verse is Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, right? Mm-hmm. 7, 7, you know, we, 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 we kind of think about that when we're, when we're thinking about numerology. But what's interesting is what the Scripture says. It's Jesus talking, right? And he says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. This is kind of the, isn't this really the basis of, of our, all communication that we have with God? Mm-hmm. That, you know, it, we, it's not going to just be given to you, right? You're, you're not just going to find the answers you're looking for. It's not, somebody's not just going to open. You got to knock, you got to ask, mm-hmm. you got to seek, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's really, you know, what, you know, one of Jesus's defining messages throughout a lot of the parables that he told was, you know, that, look, if you, if you want answers, you have to go searching for those answers. They're not necessarily just going to be imparted upon you. I mean, certainly they, sometimes they are, right? Well, but, I think that the disciples were very frustrated with him because they would ask him a basic question he come back with a parable, right? And they had to be thinking, "Can you just answer a question, please? <laughs> Why does it got to re- involve wheat and corn and and thorns and trees dying? Why can't you just tell me what? It, right? Because right? you got to work for it. Yeah, you yeah. know, you got to pray, well, you got to seek. And he and he also wants you to unlock the thoughts right behind a Th- lot of thought provoking. Yeah, right. he wants us to dig deeper than just the surface of questions. It's easy to answer questions. Um, but you know when you can answer a question that gets someone you know that that gets them thought provoking you know it just gets them thinking deeply about the answer I think it's much more meaningful right mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. carry it with you I mean 
So, you know, that was always, you know, he was always doing that. He was always kind of giving them answers that were cloaked inside of, you know, parables or, or things that had to really make them think. And I've actually got a really, really interesting story. Now, I don't, I'm going to say right out of the gate, I don't know whether this story is true, Uncle Vito. It could be a bit of an embellishment. Okay? I got you. I got you. I've, but, done, I've done that before. Yeah, but, I, but I'm reading this story, right? So, so, so we know first and foremost, right, that we have to ask. Right? right, Matthew seven seven says we got to ask and we'll get an answer. Right. We got to seek and we'll find. We got to knock; the door will be open. Right, um, but the truth is, is that those answers don't always come in the form of a burning bush. Right, right. it doesn't come always as an earthquake or a you know light of, a bolt of lightning from the sky. Sometimes those answers can be very subtle. So I'm, I'm going to tell you this story. So this story is about a man who uh, missed his flight. I'm sh- you've flown before. I'm sure you can relate here how frustrating it is. I, to- was, a, I was a gold on Delta. Yeah. <laughs> Were you? I, 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 well, made, I made gold. That's fantastic. Yeah. I don't even think I'm part of an, a frequent flyer program. Okay. I'm that's feeling kind of dumb over here. You're a gold right. member? I, I was. Does that mean something? What, what does oh. that mean? <laughs> it's not just a better seat. It's a better life. <laughs> Really? It's, is that it's, right? It's a whole different world. Because what happens is is they seat you first, and then the people are walking by you, and you already have a drink in your hand, and you know probably some chips, and they're just getting on the plane. And they're all looking at you like, you know, how'd you get on here? And I just give them a nice wave. Like, go back with the regular people. Wow, you know? yeah, wow. you're, you're one of those ones oh, saying, get back with the steerage, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> It's I'm a you know the seat the seat is twice the size of of what really fits you right it's it's you you you're uh, you're making a good case for frequent flyer miles but um yeah. I I I don't want to I don't want to take away from this story so this guy's in the airport right yep and uh, you know I'm sure you've been laid over before and mm-hmm. this guy misses his connecting flight because the initial flight uh you know apparently was late. So he gets there, you know, and he does. We've all done that dash, right? You pull right. your pull your luggage out. You're 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 so impatient at the people in front of you. That little old lady, she can't barely get that suitcase out of the overhead bin. And you're you're ripping it out for her because you got to get to your next flight, right? Right, right. So this guy, he's running through the airport, right? He's got no cart with a little doot doot, you know, like they do. He's he's just running through the airport. Gets to the gate, he missed his flight. Wow. We've all been there. It sucks, right? Yeah. So he's sitting there, and 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 uh, you know he's he's frustrated, and the lady's working on trying to see if she can get him on a connecting flight. And uh, um, you know he says uh, he sees on the board that there's a flight that that leaves and and gets in not too much later than the other one that that he missed. Yeah. And so he starts praying. And he's like, God, please, please, I'm just asking you, I'm begging you, please get me on this flight that gets me in at the same time. You know, because I probably had a meeting or something. Right, I'm right. just guessing. I'm right, of course, right? of course, of course. So he's praying about this other flight, and the flight attendant or, you know, the lady that was or, that was serving him at the, at the desk there says, well, sir, I've got some bad news. I can't get you on that other flight that's going to get you in around the same time. I can get you on one that's going to leave in about an hour and a half. And, uh, you know, it's the best I can do. And the guy is just pissed. He's angry. He's like, you know, and he's, you know, he starts thinking to himself, God, you know, why did you answer me with this note? Like, I needed to be there. How could you, how could you do this? You know how important this meeting I have is, you know, they got to get there. Yeah. Well, P.S., the flight that he didn't get on was the flight that crashed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania on 9-11. Wow. Wow. That was the flight that he didn't get on. That's a big PS. So, you know, when I read that story, now again, I don't know if it's true. Oh, yeah, I, I don't I, know if it's I, true, but I'm certain that, it doesn't matter if it's true. It's still impactful. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. There's yeah. probably people that had that. Ex- I mean, we know, right? There were people that didn't go to work on that day because they had something else. We going know on. someone. His name is Eric. That's right. It, it, he had gout in his knees, That's and right. and they were inflamed, or else he would have been, he been on the floor yeah. where the plane flew in. Yeah. So my, but you know, the point here is, is that if you looked at this guy's request, his prayer request, right before he got on that ill-fated flight, you know, Mm -hmm. and God rest those people's souls who who died in that crash. But if you looked at it before, you would say, well, God didn't, God didn't answer your prayer, right? Mm -hmm. And I'd say, God did answer your prayer. The answer was no, Mm -hmm. I'm not putting you on that flight. And 
for whatever reason, you know, it wasn't his time. He had other things that, you know, God had plans for him. But the point being, sometimes when we're in the middle of a situation and we're praying for an outcome and we don't get the answer that we want, we think that God has abandoned us and is not answering. Right. When in fact, the answer may just be no, yeah. or the answer may be not right now. Right. 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 Yeah, but I, I think that comes when you take the diapers off. Yeah. You know, and you start growing in the Lord and you start trusting that everything that happens in my life is predetermined, predestined. And so, you know, it just takes time, right? Because, you know, begging God to get on that flight to get there in time, even though you know you have a meeting. Right. Um, you're kind of treating him a little bit like a spiritual Santa Claus, right? You know, it's like, ah, I need you right now. Then You know, where as you grow in the Lord, you, you start to... Uh, you know, I, I may or may not have lost my temper. I don't know. Right. Uh, hopefully at this point, as long as I've been a Christian, I go, wasn't my time to be on that flight. Right. And, you know, and, and you know, but it takes time. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think, you know, the other thing we have to do is we have to get out of this paradigm in our minds of thinking that God is always going to answer us instantly and in a way in which we perceive the answer. Sometimes the answer is subtle. You and I were just talking about this. You know, you talked uh, in a pod, and I think it was three, uh, the, the couple of podcasts ago, about how when you were an early Christian, you went to Stone Mountain, I think it was, yeah, right? Stone, Stone Mountain. <laughs> and you were praying, and and you you know you read that scripture about that if you could you know pray and you yeah. believe in your heart that you can tell a mountain to get up and jump in the ocean, and it will, right? Yeah. And so you're praying for Stone Mountain to you know move or jump, and nothing happened, right? Right. But what we talked about off air was, hey, you know what? I bet you. Something did happen that day. Right. You just didn't notice it. Maybe yeah. a rock broke free, you know, from that face of granite that you were looking at and rolled down the hill. Right. I mean, in that, you know, and you might not have even noticed it because you were waiting for the mountain to literally yeah. <laughs> move or, yeah. or get up or, or go jump. I, I, I didn't want it to jump. I just wanted I, a couple inches. Just <laughs> move a couple inches. Right. But, you know, when you brought that up about how, you know, maybe it did move. Maybe, maybe a rock fell off. Maybe there was some kind of movement. I believe that, you know, there was definitely movement that day. Yeah. Uh, but but again, as a baby Christian, what what am I getting on a moving stone mountain? What, what's, right. what's, yeah, like, true. You know, yeah, like, God right. didn't need the, the mountain to jump into the ocean for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and maybe... It was a test of faith, right? God doesn't always like when we when we put our faith to the test. So in other words, yeah. we test him. We say, well, you know, if, if you're real, then do this for me, right. right? Right. God does. I mean, there's certainly a lot of stories of that in the Bible uh, where it happened. But like I'm going to – I actually had written this down, um, so I'm going to pull it up now. In John chapter 4, and this is uh, – let me give a little backstory here, right? John chapter 4, Jesus uh, is – he basically is on his way to Galilee, right? And it says when he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover festival because they had also been there. Um, it says once more he visited Cana in Galilee where he turned the water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. And when this man had heard that Jesus arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son. Now, because he was close to death. Now, we can all relate to the backstory here, right? You got Jesus. He's going around. He's healing people. You've heard of him healing people. So, you know, what What do you do? You're first in line, right? He comes into town. You know, Jesus, I need you to come. I need you to help my, my son. I need you to heal him, right? And it says in verse 48, Unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. Now, I kind of sense, I don't know if you sense in this statement, but there's a little frustration here on Jesus's part. Not not, not ultimately. Obviously, yeah. he wants to heal. He wants to help. But he's kind of poking us right now a little bit in the eye and saying, you know, why do I have to do signs and wonders for you to believe? Isn't mm-hmm. there enough signs and wonders that have been done already? Right. Shouldn't you believe already? And so I think there's a danger in that, um, you know, we have to go on faith, but we can't let our test of faith be the signs and wonders that we're looking for. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Well, as now that I've grown up in the Lord, I realize that that sick son, that's the mountain. Yeah. That's the mountain that you need to move in your life. This is the mm-hmm. the struggle that you're up against right now, and that's what you need to pray for. Right. That's what you got to have the faith to know that your son could be healed. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so I was thinking about uh, another story uh, from the Bible where, you know, we, we're kind of talking about, okay, so ultimately we know that when we ask for prayer, it'll be answered, right? That's There's many scriptures. I touched on one, Matthew 7, 7, but there's, there's a lot of others in the Bible that talk about, you know, if we want prayer to be answered, that it will be answered, that he's faithful in answering prayer. But so many people feel like their prayers go unanswered. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why do we live in a time where so many people feel like their prayers are not getting answered? Well, I get this question all the time. It's, Uncle Vito, how come... When we pray for people, they don't get healed. Mm-hmm. How come we don't? It doesn't happen right away. Right. But how come Jesus, whenever He said it, it happened? Yeah. And what people don't want to dive into is the fact that Jesus had the right and the authority to forgive sins on earth. Right. So because of that, absolutely, He was able to heal everyone. Sure. Right? Sure. And, and so that's so. Sometimes understand that our healing comes from repentance yeah we got to repent absolutely we got to ask god to forgive our sins absolutely so. yeah you got to be clean right in order to cleaned be a out vessel. Yeah. cleaned out clean to be a good clean vessel. clean's a strong statement because right. none of yeah. us are right True. Yes. but but cleaned out cleaned out yes. cleaned out yeah. you know i mean let's 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 get it cleaned out absolutely and jesus's faith was was such that he could move a mountain right i mean he you know <laughs> He had that kind of faith, right? Well, he went he went to the fig tree and and it was you know not producing any fruit and he made it wither, right? You know you, you will never produce another fruit and he just made it wither right there. You right. know, I mean, right? He had you know he not only he had power over the earth. Let's so. talk about this dynamic though of of missing. I, I think this is important. I don't want to I don't want to move from this just yet because I feel like this is important. Not missing, you know, again, we're talking about cracking the code here, right? God doesn't always send signs. He doesn't always send the answers in the format in which you're looking, right? We already talked about sometimes the answers just no. I think we all have a hard time with that, right? We're all a bunch of spoiled kids sometimes. We want God to give us what we want, and we want it now, right? Veruca Salt, don't care how. I want it now. I mean, that's that's literally. That was pretty good. Was yeah, pretty you good. like that? Yeah, that was good. That's one of my favorite movies. I love Charlie and Charlie. I love it too. Um, but yeah, we can't be Veruca Salt, right? We we want our answers. We want them now. And and God says, look, hey, you gotta you gotta be patient, right? Because I'm not always going to give it to you right away, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I've always used this reference. Not like a little kid that goes into the cabinet below the sink sees a big bottle of blue cleaner mm-hmm. and wants to take that bottle and drink it. Mm-hmm. Well, we as parents know they shouldn't do that. Right. We're going to tell the kid, no, don't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Because we don't want them to die. Well, the kid doesn't know that. Yeah. You know, the baby's like, why? It looks like Kool-Aid. I want some of that blue stuff. That looks good, yeah. right? right? But it's not good. We know it's not good because we have the wisdom to understand, hey, that's not good for you. Well, sometimes when we pray and ask God for things, he knows those things are not good for us. Correct. They'll Correct. send us down a path. That's no good. They'll put us, you know, in a place that's no good. And so we have to understand that no may sometimes be the answer, right? Yeah. And we have to be willing to accept a no. But I also I also say pray like a child because, you know, when, you know, a child looks at their parents or their life and they don't go, hey, can you put a roof over my head and can I have a bed and right. can I have clothes? They don't ask for that. Yeah. They ask what, what they want, mm-hmm. right? Because they know, they need. Well, because they know their needs are met. Yeah. And if we just have faith in God, we'll know. Because most of the time when we're praying, we're worried about our needs, right? Like a kid doesn't go to the store at, uh, let's say, Target and go, hey, can I get a new pair of socks? Yeah. Right, because he's no, he knows that mom and dad's gonna give him socks. Right, right. No, I want that video game. I want this. I want that. It's wants versus needs. So right. if we could just stay like a child and in our faith and know that our needs are met, we can avoid a lot of prayers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I think that's it's that's a really important point because you know what we want is not always what we need. Right. Correct. And uh, there's a lot of times where, you know, the answer may be no or it may be later or, you know, I mean, just like a a parent would do for their child. I think the other thing is we have to expand our field of vision. Okay. What I mean by that is, you know, if you're looking at something, right, and something else happens in your peripheral vision, you see it, but you don't see it depending on how focused you are. 
You'd agree with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So God's answers sometimes, I think, take the same form of happening in our peripheral vision, right? His answer could be in the form of of a friend coming up and telling you, hey, you know, da-da-da-da-da, you know, giving you advice. Yeah. Like, and, and, and sometimes that friend is giving you advice, and, and we're like, God's not answering my prayer. Yeah, no, God just answered your prayer. He did it in the form of your friend, you know, giving you the answer. Yeah. Uh, but we're not we're not listening. Where you know it doesn't fit what we want. You know, again, it's I don't want that. I'm looking for a specific answer. I'm already predetermined that I'm not going to be happy until I get this answer. Yeah. Right. So we have to look in other places. Sometimes it may just be in in small signs that happen. I mean, this has happened to me. But have you ever um, ever had a song come on the radio? that all of a sudden takes on significant meaning because mm-hmm. of the words of the song, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, I can't believe... I mean, they do it in the movies all the time, right? right <laughs> in the right. comedies all the right. time, right? Guy breaks up with his girlfriend, he turns on the radio. I think it's... Is it... Uh, I'm trying to think of the movie where... Uh, I'm thinking that you're not going to be able to help me out. You're, looking, you're staring at me blankly, right? No, I, I, I <laughs> it's a movie where... Uh, oh, it's Sleepless in Seattle, Sleepless I think. In, all I had was movie, by the way. I didn't... <laughs> I mean, you didn't say Tom Hanks or nothing like that. You said movie. No, but in the movie, I think, you know, he keeps switching the stations and it's just nothing but sad songs, you know. Yeah, well, that that was was in Jerry Maguire did that. I mean, a lot of movies do that. But you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes God's answer, sometimes God's comfort, sometimes God's joy can come through the radio. It can come through, the you know, your kids. He answered me through a squirrel one time. Really? Yeah, so I was... I was in Michigan. I was praying about something, and I was on a walk, and this squirrel started squawking at me. And I don't. I know you don't believe that a squirrel squawks. No, I've actually they, I've seen them scream before. So they I, scream. Yeah, Google it. It's, it's worth the Google. <laughs> it really is. This I'm walking by, and this squirrel just started screaming at me, and I'm I'm talking to the squirrel. I'm like, Are you mad at me, God? Are you trying to tell me that this is not right? And and the squirrel is talking to me. So I spent like. 10 minutes talking to the squirrel. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That happened. (laughs) I would love to have been a rock just watching this conversation. I didn't feel like God was pleased with me, and he was telling me through the squirrel, um, but I couldn't understand what the squirrel was saying, but I just, it wasn't good. It wasn't (laughs) whatever. I can just imagine. I'm, I'm picturing this squirrel just because I've seen the videos where they scream. This happened to me live. <laughs> he was screaming at me, and I was praying about something, and I've never had a squirrel scream at me before or since. Yeah. yeah. So that was a sign. It was a that sign. Was, that was a, that was definitely an answer. It was an answer. Uh, it I does come sometimes through animals. There's no I, question about I'm just, it. I'm just telling you. I mean, have you have you seen the video sometimes where animals literally will do? I, I was watching a video the other day where a woman's walking down the street, and there's a dog sitting in the middle of the street. And this has got to be, I think it's somewhere probably in Latin America. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just ju- uh, just based on the you know the condition of the roads and mm-hmm. you know the, the houses there. And um, she's walking down the street, and there's a dog, and it's sitting there. It's definitely not her dog. Uh, And and the dog is just looking at her, right? And there's another guy that's walking behind her. He's probably 20, you know, 15, 20 paces behind her, right? So she walks by this dog, and the guy walks by this dog, and then all of a sudden he starts to speed up, and he runs up behind her and grabs her purse. Mm -hmm. This dog bursts out of nowhere right over and starts attacking the guy. Wow. Attacking him. She grabs her purse and he runs off with the dad with the dog chasing him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you want to talk about, you know, a sign, I, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, I wonder if that lady prayed that morning, mm-hmm. you know, God, please keep me safe from, you know, mm-hmm. evils or harms mm-hmm. that may come upon me. And then I wonder even more if she said that prayer did she think about the fact that she just had a prayer answered? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we miss the answer. We get so caught up. Something just happened. I mean, I, I'm just imagining you walking through the forest and this squirrel, right? Rocky, we'll call him, starts screaming. <laughs> I'm she just was, saying, it's yeah. right, Rocky, right? Yeah. Rocky the squirrel. He starts screaming at you. Yeah. And 
I mean, now you can look at it and go, you know what? That was that was God answering. Did you think at that moment that God was answering a prayer? I I, I was afraid the squirrel's going to jump on me, <laughs> and I knew if I did. I was going to be screaming like a 10-year-old girl. Right. I knew it, but I was challenging the squirrel because I, I thought, you know, I talk back to God. You yeah, know, I yeah. mean, I, I'm not, you know. <laughs> so you're screaming back at the squirrel. Yeah. I'm like, what is it? What? What's the answer? What do you want from me? <laughs> I just, <laughs> answer me. And, you know, wow. and I, I think he was like, I am, I am. I'm not happy with you. I think you literally just duplicated the sound of screaming. I, so I don't know how you pulled it out, but man, I just, you know, your it's, cousin, it's, your, it's up there. Your cousin Frank would be, would be pleased with that impression of the squirrel. No, don't say Frank Caliendo because then people are going to start <laughs> wanting me to do impressions and I don't no, do impressions. Yeah. And you're not, you're not as good as, as your cousin. No, I'm, I'm sure. not good at all. So yeah. let's, let's, yeah. but get, you were pretty good with that squirrel. Okay. I got to give it to you. I'll, I'll take that. One. Okay. So, so basically, um, moving on from here and I don't like, I'm still tripped up. I'm thinking about this squirrel screaming know, at you, I'm but sorry. speaking of squirrel screaming, if there was a squirrel in this room right now, screaming at us, you know what he'd be saying? What? Uncle Vito, he'd be talking about CBD oil. Wow. And how amazing CBD could help is. that squirrel. It could. Sure. It yeah. could help him calm down yeah. without question. For sure. For because sure. Uh, I have seen some really, really miraculous things happen with people that have anxiety issues when they get on CBD. ADHD, for sure. I mean, it calms them down. It keeps them level. I've, I've heard from some friends that have been you know, using it for that specific purpose. And I got to tell you, folks, if you have not checked out CBD oil yet, you need to check it out. Don't be a screaming squirrel. Don't sit there in your office and have people looking at you. You like your Rocky the Screaming Squirrel, you need to get on CBD. And wearehemp.com has products that are absolutely phenomenal. They're one of our sponsors. We're thankful for having them. Make sure you check out their website. It's www.wearehemp.com for all your CBD needs. They've got great pricing as well. Best on the market. I mean, I've, I've seen some of these you know, uh, bottles of oil going for $70, $80. They're mm. like half that. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. phenomenal. The pricing is great. So make sure you check them out. Wearehemp.com. Um, all right. So we know that God's answers now can come in many different forms, in the form of, of screaming squirrel, even, right, Rocky. Right. Well, um, you know, I, I, I wrote something down as you were talking. Um, there was there was a guy in Georgia. He was a painter. And I and he was he was just one of those spiritual guys that, you just wanted to be around. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him, and he goes, yeah, I pray without cease. And this is in the Word of God. Okay. So what do you what do you mean you pray without? While I'm painting. I'm praying. I'm praying, mm-hmm. right? And I never I never really. Yeah, I, Grasp that. I just have a hard time. Getting, what, what do you mean you pray without? I'm, I, you got to work. You got right. to communicate. What do you mean you pray? And, he, and I, the only way I can try to explain it today is when you surrender to Jesus Christ and you make him the Lord of your life, you are now in a relationship with him, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. He's going to chase you to the ends of the earth. You can run as far as you want, but you're in a relationship now. Absolutely. And there's a new word that I'm working on. It's called fellowship. Mm. And that's, there's praying without cease right. is fellowship. Sure. And when people say, well, God spoke to me. Ooh, God right. spoke to me. Right. Well, he speaks in your spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's between you and him. If you want to share it with someone, you share it with them. But, you know, that happens to me all the time when I'm praying without cease on a walk, on a bike ride. Mm-hmm. I'll just get something to, to come into my spirit. And that's what uh, I was talking to No Meat about this. I and this, I know this sounds small, but i trying to be disciplined with either walking or a bike ride every single morning, getting alone with God, give him the first fruits. And in Florida, it could be raining on one side of the road and not on the other. Yeah. I was in my neighborhood. It was pitch black on my side of the neighborhood, but I can see the sun on the other side of the neighborhood. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to get drenched, right? And I start, I start riding. Sure enough, it starts raining. And in my, in my, in my spirit, as I'm praying without cease, he says, "Ride towards the sun, and you'll avoid the rain." So I started riding towards the sun, and sure enough, the rain stopped hitting me. Yeah. So I get all on the other side of the neighborhood by the sun, and then I say the, you know, because no faith, right? Right. No faith. I have to go back. <laughs> and it's black over there, and I'm going to get drenched. Right. And then this is this is where fellowship comes in. Mm-hmm. He said, I told you, if you ride towards the rain, you'll avo- if you ride towards the sun, you'll avoid the rain. Believe mm. me. And I rode back and not one drop. Wow. And obviously the sun is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Ride... 
seek seek Jesus, yeah. ride towards, and you're going to avoid a lot of the rain in your life. Absolutely. So that's so that's you know fellowship, praying without cease. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me this week. That's awesome. He yeah. gave you an answer inside, and that's that's another. Uh, you know, we want we're talking about cracking the code today. We've talked about you know that sometimes the answer is no. We've talked about the fact that sometimes, you know, many times the answers don't come in a big booming voice from the sky, but that's a perfect segue into this, that sometimes the answers come from within. Within. You know, dreams uh, are one way that they can potentially come from within. Sometimes it's our conscience or the spirit, uh, mm-hmm. as, as I like to call it, speaking to us inside. And by the way, if you don't have the spirit, if you're out there and you're you're looking, you know, to fill that empty hole in your life, I would encourage you, encourage you to get with somebody, read the Bible, um, because um, you know, in order to hear that inner voice, not that God can't speak to us if you don't have the spirit, if you haven't, you know, become a believer, if you haven't, of course, you know, repent, be baptized, all those things, you know, that doesn't mean God can't still answer your prayers. It doesn't mean that God can't still speak he has to, to you. Right. He has to. Right. It's, it's the word of God. He has to be faithful. He has to keep calling you. You have to yeah. hear him. But um, I would encourage you, if you haven't, it's much easier to hear his voice. It's much easier to, to, to discern things when you have the spirit, when we have right. the Holy Spirit's permanent residence in ourselves, right? right? So I'd encourage you if you're out there listening and you know you 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 you've listened to some of our other podcasts, I mean, get with somebody, send us an email if you're not sure where to go. You want to, you know, uh, there's there's just a ton of places um, that you can go here in South Florida. Unfortunately, it seems like it's getting less and less of people out there like us that that are you know following God's word. Unfortunately, the world's kind of going crazy around you. But here's a place where you can really draw refuge. Um, so we encourage you to do that. But I wanted to talk about um, one other thing. Was we were talking about um, you know looking at looking for the signs, right? Is that you got to also be looking up for the signs. What, what I mean by that is um, I'm going to take a, a, a story out of the Bible. It's one a lot of people know because of Christmas time, right? We're coming up on Christmas. Everybody knows Christmas, right? Love Christmas. Uh, we celebrate, you know, ultimately the reason for the holiday is supposed to be the birth of Christ, even though there are some disagreements that, you know, a lot of people don't believe that Jesus was born in December. Well, I, I disagree because I think it's about presents. So I just... <laughs> I just want, I just want as many <laughs> and presents cookies and, and hot chocolate uh, and, and Christmas carols and homemade gravy and meatballs and all those things. What about the tree? I mean, the tree. I, I mean, I like I love the tree, but the tree doesn't make. me I happy. like the smell of the tree. I love that right. smell, that pine smell in the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, this is a story that that's famous from Christmas time. It's the story of of the three wise men. Right, you see mm-hmm. them. If you see the little nativity sets, you usually see them there. Right, these are the three men that came, and uh, when Jesus was born to uh, the Virgin Mary, uh, they came to celebrate his his birth. Now, understand that that these these three men they're called wise men. The Bible calls them magi. Right, uh, they they yeah. they're 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 guys that that knew a lot. Right, they've been studying the Scripture for years and years. They knew already that it had been foretold because you got to understand that you know the Jewish people back then. Um, still today, I don't mean to in, you yeah, know, intimate yeah. that they, they don't do it today, but they 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 had this. They carried the scriptures. They were really mm-hmm. they knew them. They taught them. They memorized them. They were on their hearts. So so a, a lot of what they were, had read about this Messiah that was going to come, they knew certain scriptures that talked about it, and so they were looking for the signs, right? And so you know these three magi, basically, long and short of it is, uh, uh, they they go to King Herod, okay. And um, it says, uh, starting in, in Matthew verse uh, chapter 2, starting verse 3, it says, When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed. Okay? Actually, I'm going to go back a little further. I'm going to go to starting with verse 1. It says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. Now, first and foremost... They were looking for the signs. They were looking for the stars. Can you imagine? These guys yeah. saw a star. They followed it because they wanted to see the king, right? right. That had come, that had been promised, right? right? And so they go and they're talking to Herod. And it says, When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. 
In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. And then I'm going to skip through. He, he talks about what the prophet writes there. It says again in verse 7, Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I think these Magi, you know, at this point, you know, they're excited. This prophecy is coming true. And what's most important They've been praying for this Messiah, right? right the right. Jews have been praying for this Messiah. So this is an answered prayer. And again, it's an answered prayer in the form of a star. Right. And I want you to keep in mind that if those three wise men were not looking to the sky to see that star, their prayer was answered, but they would have missed the answer. Well, I think I think all answers in life are in two movies, uh, Star Wars and Goonies. And I relate this story to Goonies because they were looking for One-Eyed Willie, and they had the map and the Torah that Jesus, you know, the Jews, you know, followed. Uh-huh. That was the map to One-Eyed Willie. But then the Fatellis caught Chunk, and Chunk was given up where where they were, and that's when they went to King Herod, and they were like, you know, where is this guy? So it's it's a lot like the Goonies. <laughs> It's very close I to me. Mean, you're saying it now, and I'm seeing Chunk with the ice cream and the yeah. And he's given he's, this one time at Fat Camp. He's giving it all up, right? <laughs> and he's telling him where his friends are. Well, that's what you know. They you know they, they, they the, the three wise men never should have went to the Fatellis. Never should have went to King Herod right. and said, "Hey, we're looking for." Because the, I mean, the, the, the story gets a little bad because then they went and they killed they, the, all the firstborn. Yeah. Well, I've got news for you though. Their prayer was answered in one sense. So let's keep reading. Starting in verse 9, it says, After they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Okay, again, they're looking for that sign. There it is. They see it. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and mirth. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, right. they returned to their country by another route. A.K.A. Fatellis. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Don't, 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 don't return to the Fatellis. Get, <laughs> get out of town. But my point is, do you see what happened here? Yeah. There's another answered prayer. Now it came in the form of a dream. Right. right. Okay. Now they could have woken up in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. Said, you know what? I had this weird dream that we shouldn't go back to Herod, right? Yeah. But you know what? It's just a dream. <laughs> let's, let's go. I mean, Herod seemed like a nice guy. Right. Let's right? pay some tax I mean, on the way out. Come on. Let's jump on the camels. Yeah. Let's go. All right? I mean, you know, Herod will probably reward us, you know, because we're telling him. Yeah, we're telling him where the, yeah, where the Messiah is. Yeah. But they listened to the dream. Right. And this was, you know, this was... Again, God answering prayer. Yeah. He was warning them in the dream, right? Yeah. Yep. What do you think would have happened if they'd gone back to Herod? He probably would have probably would have killed him. They would have they would have went after him. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And without question, if he hadn't necessarily killed them, right? Because bad guys always kill people because that just that's what they do, right? Mm-hmm. He certainly would have sent. He would have found Jesus. He would have gone after him, right? But God had a bigger plan. Prayers were already being answered. This Messiah that everyone had been praying for was already being protected through God's divine answers. Mm-hmm. And these three wise men, they were able to crack the code. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and this story too, King Herod represents Satan, right? right. And, and what is Satan? He's a serial killer, right? Yeah. He wants to kill us with cancer, with drugs, whatever. Any way he could possibly kill us, that's what he wants to do. Right. And that's what, you know, and it was funny. It, it's funny though because... King Herod was scared of John the Baptist. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want to kill him, right? Yeah, Everyone yeah. wanted to kill him. And he, ah, mm-hmm. nah, nah, nah. Right. So even even you know the devil is scared of Christians, right? You know you right. got you got just because just because you think he has power, he's powerless. That's so true. That's so true. Um, you know, I was thinking about this question. That's the next logical question that everybody's going to ask. Okay, Uncle Vito, Uncle Vito, no meat. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I get it. I need to ask, right? I need to seek. I need to knock. And then when the answers come, I need to expand my vision. I need to look in my peripheral because just because I'm looking and focusing at, focusing on something in front of me, it might happen in my peripheral. I don't want to miss the signs from God, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do I know if something happens that it's a sign from God? 
how do I know it's not the devil trying to get me mm-hmm. to do the wrong thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is a real concern, yeah. legitimate concern, yeah. right? So I thought about that, and I thought about this scripture, Jeremiah 29. I'm going to take you back to the old school, okay. the Old Testament on you here, right? I got you. I got you. Okay, Jeremiah 29, verse 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, mm-hmm. plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So the answer to how do we know that it's God's answer and not someone else's answer is faith. Mm-hmm. This scripture says God knows already the plans that he has for us. And what are they? Are they plans to destroy us? No. They're plans to not harm us, to give us a hope and a future. But in order to have that hope and that future, we got to have faith. We got to mm-hmm. believe this scripture. And we also got to believe that even if we make the wrong decision, even if we misinterpret the signs, sometimes that still brings us to where God wants us to be. Mm-hmm. Have you ever prayed about something, thought that God answered in a certain way, did that thing, and it failed miserably on you? Yes. <laughs> right? yeah, oh, I, I forced things to happen. Yeah. I've made things happen. Right. And every time I do, it's just, let's take it like like with a sale, right? If you force a sale, it never happens. Right. If you let it happen, it it happens. Yeah. You know. But if you are beating down someone's door, they're like, "Come on, man. Right. Really? Like, right. And that's what that's what we do to God. We want Him to answer it, and He's not answering it fast enough. And so you just start forcing it, mm-hmm. and that's where yeah. Listen, the reason why you may not you, you might want to leave the job you're in, and you haven't gotten that next job, is because you your people are getting saved at this job. Right. People are seeing your witness here, and that's why he wants you there. Right. And you're wondering why he's not letting you go over there. Or it could be to meet a certain person that ultimately is going to teach you something that then when you go on, you'll be even more successful. And with Correct. that success that you get, you might give more to the poor, or you might help someone that's in, in need. There's always all these layers of lines that we that would interconnect us with other situations. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the wrong answer is still the right answer. You lost me on that one. Okay. Sometimes us choosing the wrong answer because we think that's the answer we should we should have right. is really still the right answer because it brings us around to better growth or more faith yeah. or better relationships. Yeah. All you follow things, what I'm saying? All things work out for those love of the Lord. Yes. So even when you make bad decisions, he's going to use it for your benefit. Precisely. And, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was close. I, I was trying to get to it. Yeah, right. sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I was, maybe I said it in the wrong no, way. No, 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 it's so, fine. So, but, but, I mean, so so we got to have faith. We got to, we you know, it starts with us having that faith that the signs, the answers, the things that we're reading, right, are what God wants us to hear or see or think about, right? Um, but there's a there's a danger there too. We can't. We talked about this before. We touched on it a little bit. Don't base your faith on the signs, mm-hmm. right? You gotta have faith that God's gonna answer your prayer. You gotta have faith that you're taking the right approach, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not, then you got to make an adjustment. You got to realize, you know, we can't be afraid to realize that we might have made a decision based on our will and not on God's will. Right. Right. Sometimes we wanted something and we wanted it so much that we wanted to believe that that's what God wanted for us. And it's not really what he wanted for us. So going to signs and wonders, there was, there's someone in my life every single day that I felt led to pray for. And basically, God told me to do it first thing in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. Well, th- I didn't do it. And, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't do it because I was trying to work up the faith to pray for this person because this person's in pain every single day right. and they have a very, very serious disease. Well, when you pray for someone, they expect it to happen. They yeah. expect you to get healed. Yeah. So what I did was, and this is, you know, again, I'm, I'm just being honest here. I, I, I didn't pray not because I didn't find time. Because I was trying to work up the, and then so I saw this person the day walking around in pain. So I actually gave this person CBD, and then literally three hours later, this person says to me, "Thank you for the CBD pills. I feel a lot better." Mm-hmm. Well, now, now, now I gotta pray. Behold, you're feeling better now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like what? 
I should have never. I shouldn't have gave him the pills. Well, you, I felt. I felt bad for giving him the pills. You know what the truth is? I was disobedient. You were probably doing some of that prayer, even though you might not have been thinking about it. The Holy Spirit was interceding for you and praying, and that's why you gave him the CBD. And no, ultimately, no. <laughs> what do you mean? No. no, it was lack of faith. That's all it was to it. Okay. I didn't have. So then, uh, luckily, I did pray for that person. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just so everyone knows, it wasn't an immediate, you know, arm being stretched out, you know, type of healing. Um, the person is still in pain. And so it's like, I have the faith right. to move the mountain. I know that th- this person can be healed. I know that Jesus took this on at the cross and is by his stripes we are healed. Mm-hmm. But I had to tell this person today that I just want you to let you know, I, I prayed about your healing and the answer that came back to me was smile because it's done. Mm. So I went back to that person and I said, I just want to let you know, I know you're walking around in pain right now, but smile because it's done. Have faith. Wow. That. Uh, that's, well, I listen. That's, that's, that, that's that, powerful. That's yeah, powerful. That's, you know, and I, it takes a lot of faith to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, well, speaking of CBD, let's, uh, let's, yeah. let's give uh, one more shout out yeah, here to yeah. our uh, sponsor. Yeah. Uh, we are hemp.com. Uh, we are thankful for them. We're thankful for their sponsorship. And uh, just as, uh, as Uncle Vito was sharing there, uh, this is powerful stuff, guys. If yeah. you have oh, any kind of chronic pain, if you're dealing with anxiety issues, if you've got stomach issues, Crohn's, Rett's, I mean, it works for a whole host. Eczema. eczema. My, my son has eczema. Topical issues, you know, burns. I, I got to tell you, it truly is a miraculous, miraculous uh, supplement and it's something that everyone should be taking. So please make sure you go to www.wearehemp.com. They've got great question and answers there for if you know answer all your questions. And the products are fantastic and they're at a great price. All right, well, believe it or not, Uncle Vito, man, we 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 we're already at the time. Uh, I really really hope that what we shared today has has helped some folks to uh, to just maybe open their eyes a little bit more to realize that. God's answering their prayers around them. No, no doubt about it. No, no doubt about it. And and we appreciate everyone. Now, I appreciate uh, No Meat sign-off because it's so good. Wait, 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 wait. No no, no sign-off yet. I wanted to read the scripture. We got a scripture for the week. Oh, I just want to get my sign-off in because I I wrote my own and I'm just not going to let you beat me on the sign-off. Okay, all right. I'm not going to beat you on the sign-off, but Uh, let's let's share the scripture of the week. Um, Tie tie everything up in a nice little bow here. Let's tie it up. Here you go. This is John. John chapter 16, starting in verse 23, and I'm reading from the message version. Once again, I love this, this, I love this version. Amplified. All right. It says, this is what I want you to do. Ask the father for whatever is in keeping with the things I've revealed to you. Ask in my name, according to my will, and he'll most certainly give it to you. Your joy will be a river overflowing its banks. The words of Jesus couldn't end with a better scripture there. I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, you know, stay faithful in prayer, stay in the word. God bless you all. Uncle Vito, what do you got? If you can say the name Jesus and not smile, you're not close enough. And on that note, to God be the glory. <laughs>